This is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show, a podcast that covers the happenings in and around Divine, Texas, mainly high school sports related with some community happenings as well, and of course, some of our own ramblings to boot. Welcome to Talking Shop. All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. This is episode number two zero. That'll be twenty, Joseph. For those Spanish speaking friends. Did you like the drum roll? I like that. Yeah, you like that? What what was for the Spanish speaking friends? Didn't you say oh you said two zero? I thought you said veinte. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Sorry. I, my <laughs> okay. mind works in both. So so for those uh what do you call it? Uh number number challenged people, twenty means two zero. And if you were gonna say for our Spanish-speaking friends, that is episode 20. 20. 20 episodes in. Hard to believe that we started this, what, mid-July? Yeah, I yeah. think so. It seems, yeah. it seems like it was a long time ago. Yeah, probably for our listeners, it seems even longer, if I was guessing. Probably so. But, but hey. You know, we got a lot of likes. I mean, Facebook, a lot of people were saying they liked it, and they, and they accepted our invitation. So if they yes. accept it, it's on them. That's right. So. <laughs> Absolutely right. It just shows you how many good-hearted people there are yeah, in this they're world. Like, they're man, like, look, these guys, they're, 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 they're starving for attention. They haven't so. asked us to donate anything yet, so yes. we're good. Yeah. But speaking of. <laughs> yeah. By the way. We're going to be uh, going out with a GoFundMe page here soon. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're just going to take all the money and put it in our pockets, people. Yeah. No, I don't know that we're going to be able to con anybody into doing that. Yeah. But, you know. Probably not. We we might try it. Hey, you know. I figured I'd throw that out there to see if we got any feedback on that. Merry Christmas (laughs) to us. Hey, what'd you get for Christmas? I got myself a Corvette. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, did you see the guy in Houston, Texas, when all the the, – PPE loans went out during the pandemic, the, you know, paycheck protection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude applied for like $2 million worth of loans. Got over a million dollars. First thing he bought, a Lamborghini. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? Yeah, they, they finally went through and like vetted his application and they're like, <laughs> yeah, something's wrong with this. <laughs> yeah, got himself a Lamborghini. Didn't plan on making any payments. But, <laughs> no, you know, no, so. no, he paid for it cash. <laughs> yeah. Cash, wow. Straight cash, homie, just like That's, Randy Moss. Yeah, straight cash, homie. <laughs> so, Golly. yeah, so it didn't work out real well for the guy. I think he has now been indicted on four or five different charges. Yeah. So. Can't fault him for trying. <laughs> yeah, it's the American dream, baby. That's right. Yeah, so... If only we were that smart. Which was he sitting there? Not. Was he sitting there like Queen Queen James whenever they call a foul on him? Like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I just I just caught the so. caption of it on on my news source. You know, yeah. the Facebook since it's so so it's <laughs> accurate, very accurate. Yeah. So yeah, I actually heard it on the radio this morning, and then I saw it again on the the Twitter feed or the the yeah. Facebook feed. So you know, if you hear it twice, it's got to be true, right? Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. That's what all my ex-girlfriends said. <laughs> exactly. So, but, that's uh, that's like when you said gym sessions. What a looker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> so That was always my favorite line of that show. And <laughs> Marla, Marla Hooker. What a looker. Or whatever her name was. Marla yeah. something. I don't know. I don't know. She was, she's the only person I know that may be worse than me on karaoke. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> this guy right here across from you, buddy. <laughs> Uh, Who has two thumbs and sucks at karaoke? <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I think I think my karaoke song might be like something like "Baby Got Back" or "Ice Ice Baby," and that's that, that's probably it. Mine you was know. always my mine. 
that I would do right now if y'all want was, was I'll Always Love You by oh, yeah. Whitney little, Houston and Dolly Parton. Yeah. yeah. Best little yeah. whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. I always like uh, Play Free Bird. <laughs> yes, I know you do because <laughs> I've, been, I've been there whenever you've yelled that. Yeah. So. Good stuff. And unfortunately, I was sober enough to remember it. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, good stuff. Didn't Absolutely. Jimbo, I've missed you, man. It's been a week. It's, it's been over a week. It's we, been over we a week. We had Thanksgiving right. break. No yeah. episode last week because of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Have well, a good Thanksgiving. Truth is, we both were just too hungover to do it. So, uh, well, if, if eating, actually just joking, we, yeah, if eating too much turkey and ham is being hungover, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Like grownups, I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, absolutely. That's about the most partying we do these yeah. days. So, no, good, good Thanksgiving, though. Had a, had a good time. It was awesome. Uh, Got some time off from school. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, had still had basketball during the break, right? Um, but that was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then actually took the rest of the week off. That was really nice to get a little time off. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, we, you know, had family come in and stuff, and and you know, my brother and my sister they don't get a whole lot of time to to come down because they have jobs and stuff. Right. You know, and their spouses have jobs, and their kids are always really busy and stuff. I mean, Holly's Holly's girls run cross country and actually like it and yeah, like they're, they're running never they're, understood they, that. They, they, they and not only that but they play every other sport too and they still go run these cross country meets on the weekends like you know all the time basically all the way up until track season and then they stop because they're running track and they're really well i mean they, they train with two two girls two girls that are both running on full scholarship at a&m oh wow and run nice. their workouts really yes and how old are they like they are seventh? same age as Ty. They're in eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yep. Wow. They're turning four, they're turning fourteen this month, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, you know, out of all your siblings, it's really Holly that's her kids are the only ones that had a chance to be runners. I mean, I'm thinking Dwight's you know, you know, Dwight's was, kids. I mean, if you know, if he passed the little asthma gene on to them, yeah. that's the, gonna the, be kind of tough. The sad thing is I agree with you and I was a running back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. Now you were pretty good at uh cross countries when you had to run them in ISS for Coach Randell. <laughs> can somebody cut this guy's mic off I'll just, I'm going to do this show solo no no I ran cross I told you I've said this before and I'll say it again I ran cross country in junior high and I was good but as soon as I got to high school and I had a choice to run it I said I, I mean I had to keep from no. laughing when they asked me no. I was like no because see everybody else when they get to high school they keep getting taller my legs are still short ain't happening no. so yeah, for some yeah. reason they never approached me to be a cross country runner. Is that I don't right? understand why. That that would be considered like discrimination, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, if we were woke nowadays, we would definitely raise some concerns. But back in the day we weren't very woke. So would you consider you and I woke now? No, I am not woke. I'm sick I, I have a hard enough time waking up in yeah, the morning. I am not woke. I'll never be woke. And yeah. people ask me exactly what it means. I said, I'm not sure, but I'm not gonna find out either because yeah. it's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So and welcome to Jim and Joe's Conservative Radio. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Rush Limbaugh up next. Yes. God, Rush Limbaugh's my hero. Um, in case anybody's wondering what my political affiliation is. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. You might, might be a little conservative here. Eh, I'm pretty sure if anybody knows me, they don't really have to guess a whole lot. Yeah, that's true. Kind of like you, Jimbo. I don't think anybody really thinks you're much of a liberal. No. You know? I don't no. know if you're exactly as conservative as, as I, but but you're not... You're not woke. No, no, and I, I don't plan to be. I don't. I don't have enough time to be, yes, to be like, woke. Actually. People are like, "Are you? Are you woke?" I'm like, yeah. "Man, do I look like I have enough energy to be woke?" Yeah. <laughs> no, it it is what it is, and you know, yeah. dealing with young people, it you know, I, I 
I'm probably around it a little bit more. Yeah, than you know, I am. Yeah, um, but you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's that's know, a great the, thing about America. Yeah, and when, and what I feel like we've lost some is you know some people are just like, well, if you're not in you know if you're not in agreement with me, then you're wrong. Oh, yes, and you might feel that way, but you still there's still room for yeah. tolerance and there's still room for compromise and things like that. Dude, my opinion. Like I tell people, you know. If everybody agreed with the way I way I, I talked, thought or thing else, think about how boring life Absolutely. would be. Oh yeah. You sure. know, I mean and sometimes it's 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 good to sit down in the same room with somebody that has completely different views as you and maybe y'all can enlighten each other. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And have that's a, being lost, like you said. Yeah, have have you a know? conversation. Have absolutely. your points. Defend your points. Mm-hmm. Listen to other people's points. And there's times where my mind's been changed about certain issues. Well, I mean, mean you, you I've gone into parent conferences before. And come out way. with, hey, you know what? They have a great point, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, yeah. you and I have sat, sat down before and talked and stuff and, like, you know, and, and not seen things the, the same way and kind of walked away with a different perspective on things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know. And you know, that's so. what I think makes this country great, that you yes. have the freedom to do that. You, 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 know? think, you think all those people that sat in that room and wrote, and wrote the Bill of Rights, you think all of them thought exactly the same thing, exactly the same views and everything? I mean – they're, I know they're like a year or two older than you, but, uh, you know, yeah, you know, a little older, but, uh, but I mean, I'm just like, you know, common sense tells you the people who fought for this country and founded the country that we live, the wonderful, beautiful country we live in today, they didn't have the same views on things. No. You no. know? And so, you know, but they, they, like you said, they, they, they sat down and talked and said, Hey, okay, let's, let's find a happy medium and make this thing work. We yeah. have, we have to. Well, you know? and, and yeah. And kind of the way they went through structuring everything, they gave a lot of power to the people exactly you know and it, it's you know and that was a you know i don't want to get into history here because i'm not very good at it but you know it was kind of <laughs> like hey you know we're gonna have these rules and we're gonna have these taxes we kind of want to have some input on it and, yeah we want to have input on it but you guys yeah, y- yeah. y'all govern yourselves yeah you know and that's and that's, and that's the, you know now there's a big question on you know what role should government play should it play a big role a small role mm-hmm. and all that i mean that's been the debate forever forever you know yes. and you know there's there's a role for everything I, you know. Yeah, and I'm a component of very small government, you know, and like you said, have input on things, be sure. there to help if you're needed. Yeah. But besides that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a baby learning to walk. You can't, I mean, you can't be there to hold their hand and carry them the entire time. They have to learn how to walk. They're going to fall and they're going to hit their chin and, but they're going to eventually be up and running. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. And, you know. So, yeah, you know, just like anything else in life, I mean, you, you've got to get away from the parents and mm-hmm. go do your own thing. You got to get out. You got to fail that, at some point. Is that what you're supposed to do? That's what you're supposed to do. Or you See, can be my like parents, me. My parents just, I mean, I, I left to go to college and they moved and, and moved into another house and just didn't tell me what their number yeah. was and didn't tell me their address. Well, and see, I moved back in with my parents after college when I got a job here. And they were like, yeah, that's enough of that. One year, we're out of here. We're moving to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. We're, not only did they lock the door, they left. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, do y'all want any of this furniture? Nope. 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 We're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> and I tell you what, don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Here, here's our mailing address. That's yes. all you get. They up and moved. And yeah. yeah, five years later, they called up and, and asked me if I want to come out and visit. <laughs> Uh, it didn't quite go down that way, but but it was one of the best things that happened for me, you know, oh, yeah. and all that. I didn't need to come back and live with mom and dad when I was 21, 22 years old. My parents never gave us that option. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like Justin says, I went to the military, and y'all moved, didn't tell me where y'all moved, didn't give me a phone number, yep, anything. Yep. I didn't find out until I landed in San Antonio, and we were driving <laughs> home. 
He said, because uh, Holly picked him up there, and Holly, he said, Holly exited off in Divine. He said, where are you going? Yeah. I'm going to mom and dad's house. What? What exit? <laughs> That's not the right exit. They didn't tell you we don't live in Moore anymore? They didn't even tell him. <laughs> Is that when y'all moved out on 2200? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. I'm like, wow. You know, no cell phones, nothing like that and everything, but. You know, and yeah. my dad kept the same P.O. box. Yeah. You know, so, and so Justin never knew the difference. Yeah. He said, well, where are you, why are you exiting off here? I feel like if I ever got a P.O. box, I would never check my mail. Oh, me neither. Me yeah. neither. I me don't neither. even check my mailbox at school. Like, the you know, the teacher's <laughs> mailbox. Part of it, it requires me walking upstairs, and it's like <laughs> once. That's all I'm doing is one time during the day. And if I forget to stop anywhere, yeah, yeah. you know what? It ain't yeah, happening. If I'm busy, like today, I got got to school 6.45-ish and was yeah. busy pretty much all day, and I was like, read an email. I was like, hey, that blue slip in your box needs to be returned. I was like, hmm. Well, it doesn't say pink slip, so it it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I hope it doesn't say that. So You're like, I know there's not a pink slip in there because I'm still getting a paycheck. Yes, so. I'm still getting school emails. All right, we're good here. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of paychecks, we got a little extra bonus kicked in at the school. School board uh, voted to awesome. uh, reward teachers for a little COVID retention. Dude. Dude, that was really sweet. That was a nice paycheck. Uh, got a $1,250 bonus, as did most full-time employees. Yeah. Appreciate the heck out of that. Part-time employees got, I think, 650 something like that as well. You would have thought that if you did that, you would at least have something to eat for me when I got out here. But, you, you know, know you know, yeah, it's, it's that basketball practice thing and film and <laughs> – Getting ready for a tournament and all. What would we just say? The people governing themselves? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so, Joseph, you can't depend on me for your meals, okay? I can't depend on you. You can't depend on my wife. Yeah. My kids are too young to cook. So. Hey, you can be like me and depend on, like, Big A's and Tortilla Factory, mm-hmm. you know? So, there, remember back in the day with the emails? The emails used to go around, and it would be like, what's your favorite car? Now it's all on Facebook, but yeah. used to it was on email. Yeah, and one of them was like, "What's your favorite kitchen utensil?" And Nevo responded, "The telephone, so I could call my order into Charlie's." <laughs> I was like, "Absolutely, that is awesome." Yes, <laughs> what's your favorite utensil? I could say something very sexist right now, but I'm not <laughs> going to. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. We're, we're trying to gain audience yeah, members, to, not, yeah. not yes. lose them. Well, I was just yeah. be making a joke because it's yeah. really I don't really feel that way, so. but but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, man. So, why don't you tell us all anything interesting oh, that's happened at Divine High School in the last week? Well, we we sports wise, we've things have actually kind of slowed down a mm-hmm. little bit because you know you go through the fall where you've got four or five different sports going on at once. Yeah. Now things slow down during this time of the year. Talking to Quiz the other day, he said this is really the slow part mm-hmm. until we get to January when all the spring sports start ramping up. But pretty much it's basketball in full force. Right. Um, Arabian basketball team, um, we are 6-4 and four right now. Ten games, and that's been in about uh, two weeks, two and a half yeah. weeks. Yeah. And we're heading to the Marion tournament tomorrow, and we'll play five games over the next three days. So uh, then we're off on Tuesday. Then we have our tournament, which is another four games. And then we have three games before the break. So we're going to end up playing like 20 games before the Christmas break, which is a lot of basketball games. Wow. But we are doing some really good things. We're getting better. We just beat Piper High School, which is a new high school in yeah. San Antonio. They're not they're – almost, almost, almost New Braunfels. <laughs> yeah, they're not fully uh, – they're, they're not full four grades yet. They are basically two and a half grades, a couple of juniors, mainly sophomores and freshmen. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's probably one of those kind of like Judson when we played them in football when they were small. We're 2-0 and against Judson, Divine is. Yes. And we will never play them again. Absolutely. Uh, Piper, we might not play them again. Yeah, no. Because uh, I looked at that school being built. It is three stories, and it's like five buildings. Yes. It looks like a community college campus or yes. bigger than a community college campus. It's just flat out amazing. Yes. People, people, kids today, thinking about that, they actually consider Palo Alto small. Oh, yeah. Look how much Palo Alto has grown since yeah. you and I. Yes. When it was yeah. like, well, like UTSA oh, was geez. five buildings when I went out there. Yeah. I think it was five and a half whenever I went yeah. there. So. But, yeah, I tell, like I said, every time I drive by there and I tell my kids, out there is UTSA. Somewhere buried deep inside there was the UTSA that I went to. Yes. So yes, the yeah. interwebs of that is actually what I went to. Yes, when you could actually pull into a an, in, into a university and not have to worry about finding parking. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. but uh, <coughs> but just to get back to the basketball recap, third place at the Southside tournament a couple of weekends ago. Yeah. Um, good stuff there. Went uh, four and one on the weekend. Our one loss was to Harlandale, um, who's. Playing really well right now. I think they're like thirteen and three right now. They've been to Did, a couple extra tournaments. Didn't they win the tournament? They won the tournament, yeah, and y'all played them pretty good too. Yeah, didn't we we uh, lost by six uh, when it was all said and done. Fouled a little bit at the end trying yeah. to yep. get back in it, but <clears throat> yeah, um, man, we got a chance to be really really good. Um, mm-hmm. We we've just got to kind of get a rhythm and, and figure a couple of things out. Oh. And uh, you know, I always say this. I'd rather have to pull the reins than, yeah. you know, try to really encourage someone to be more aggressive. Absolutely. And we definitely have to pull the reins a little bit on this basketball team right now. They're they're super aggressive, want to play fast, and we're, we're starting to get them to where they'll slow down a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think when we get under control, we can be really good. And uh, that's I think that's coming, you know, and well, that's what these preseason games are for. Oh, say so you remember when we had Coach, uh, Coach McIver here and Coach Gomez, both of them were kind of saying the same thing at the beginning of the year. <clears throat> we got kids that are playing a little bit different roles than they played last year, you know, and they're they're this and that. But they're but the good thing is they're aggressive. Yes, you know, and yeah. and I mean I remember Coach McCarver saying that, and I remember uh, Chief saying that. And look at look at both those teams. Yeah. You know, eight and two, and then I mean yeah. a third round, you know, uh, third round uh, playoff playoff run for the playoff run for the yeah. volleyball team because. Yeah. The, the kids, the kids figured it out as the season went on, and so, yeah, yeah. You know. six, uh, six seniors on the basketball team right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is a huge senior class for us. Usually, by the time we get girls athletics, you have three or four seniors. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, six seniors, um, and they all they all play, contribute. Um, you know, Macy Hines coming off the ACL last year, where she didn't get to play, had a great right. volleyball season this year. I mean, she's averaging like close to seventeen points a game right now. Yeah, doesn't surprise um, me at all. Yeah. Uh, yes. Didn't she get all tournament? Yeah, she was all tournament. Uh, Lacey Shook, all tournament at Southside. Uh, Jessica Garza last night, like 18 rebounds in the game, you know, 14 points. Uh, so Dennis Rodman or what? Yeah, you know, um, and she's got a motor, man. Jessica can go. Uh, we come kind of have to get her to slow down a little bit on defense sometimes. It gets a little uh, over-aggressive. I know her mom, and her mom had a motor too. So, yeah. and so if she's anything yeah. like her. If she's anything like her mom, then yeah, she's she's probably got a motor that doesn't stop. Yeah, and you know, her mom and uh, is one of my first groups to ever coach. Like, right. she was on the varsity, and I was the freshman coach in volleyball my first year. But Monica was there, and then Jessica's there, and it's like, man, that 
makes me feel really, really old. <laughs> well, first of all, they they look exactly alike. Yes. So, yes. You know, but uh, but no, I mean I, that kind of goes to like what you're saying. You'd rather want to you know pull the pull the reins back. You yeah. know, oh, and, yeah. uh, they know then they have to be sitting there going, "Hey, come on, you know, yeah. you know be yeah, more for sure." So, for sure. And then uh, let's see, Kendall Mark and uh, CC Martinez are the other seniors. Katie uh, Yates as well. So, you know, the five of them have played together since they were, like, elementary school. Yeah, DYS and Yeah, stuff. DYS and played with Lico and the Jayhawks and, mm-hmm. you know, played a lot of club basketball in the summers and stuff. So, it's just a matter of figuring everybody out yeah. and kind of, you know, getting – figuring out what what I'm asking them to do and what – and I've got to figure out what their strengths are and what we need to play to there. So, I think we're starting yeah. to figure some stuff out. So, I think it'll be pretty good. No, is that our mystery guest calling in? He's yeah, but I got to tell him that we're going to call him. So. Yeah. Well, um, but uh, but yeah, I'll let it ring through and I'll send him a text here in a minute. But yeah, that's cool. We're actually going to have our first uh, call in. Yeah, looks uh, like it. You know, here yeah. here later on, um, but uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for you. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I'll have some time to to go and and catch a game. Yeah, you know, it'd be kind of cool. That'd, that'd be awesome. Everybody's encouraged to come out. Hey, tickets are online now at Divine ISD. You have to get yeah. it through Ticket Spicket. High tech. I'm telling you. So, um, but, but yeah, man, I'm excited for you, and I and I don't doubt that y'all are going to figure it out and and and, uh, and do well. Hopefully, you know, God willing, health, you know, health wise, yeah, everything you, else. You, you got to stay healthy, you stuff. know, and and we've got some young kids that are that are fired up, ready to get up there. Our JV's been playing really well. Coach Thompson's been doing a great job with those kiddos. Um, and then Coach Stacy's got, you know, six or seven kids that are playing on the freshman team just so we can get them games. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're having a hard time getting games right now. Just a lot of schools don't have freshman kids out right now, and they're just mm-hmm. two teams. And we've been in that boat the last couple of years, but we've got a big freshman class and trying to get them games and working on that. So, right. you know, a lot of good stuff's going on. Middle school program's doing really well yeah. as well. Um, so, you know, a lot to be excited for and – I think this year is going to be a lot of fun, and then I think going forward it can be a lot of fun as well. Awesome. I think, I think we've got a, got a chance to be pretty good for a little bit. Then you got the boys going on, uh, Coach Eads. They're off to a little bit of a slow start, trying to implement some new things. Mm-hmm. And he's in the same boat. He's got a lot of young kids. Well, he's, Where I've got seniors, he's got younger kids. Right. You know, And he's trying to implement his system, trying to put some stuff in trying to figure out exactly what he's got. He's right. got some kids that came out this year to play that are seniors that hadn't played in a while. Right. You know, hadn't played in a couple of years, so trying to figure out their role and everything else. Right. Uh, talking to him, though, he's pleased with the improvement. He's, you know, seeing the improvement from game to game, and I think he's taking a really good approach to things like, hey, you know what, we're going to play this team that's been really strong you know, this is going to teach us something about our team. What are we going to learn about our team here? You know, how are we going to compete? Yeah. You know, and things like that. It might not be a win, but what are what hey. are the what parts of this game can we are, win? Are we trending the correct way? Correct. So yeah. you know, yeah, and that's 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 part of it too. And 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 I don't doubt Evan's ability to get that yeah. going and stuff. I mean, the guys, yeah. the guys, you know, probably been been. You know, head coach ready for for a handful of years now. So well, I was going to say patience. I think is a virtue with Evan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he sat out here and talked with us on the podcast. Oh yeah, he's been there eighteen years and he yeah. gets his break to to do whatever. So you know, patience is good. He, you know, he's he's 
approaching this a lot different now that it's his program. You know, as a mm-hmm. JV coach, you have one role as the head coach. Yeah. You have a new role, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you've got to define some things. And and uh, he's doing a good job. We got Schmitty helping him out. <laughs> Gary's uh, stepped in to help because that Sadler kid had to go off to, like, deployment for the National yeah. Guard or reserves or whatever he's in. Show off. Yeah. He's yeah. out doing that. And, you know, appreciate him defending the country and serving like he does. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but Gary stepped in to t- kind of take that role. And, you know, Scott Taylor, who's been out here and talked, he's mm-hmm. helping with the middle school, you know, so – uh, a lot of people doing a lot of things. Hey, the other thing that's going on that's pretty cool is Coach Gomez and Coach Rotrammel are the new voice of DHS Broadcasting. And charming voices at that. Yes. You know. Yes. They, so. You know, they've come a long ways from Coach Rotrammel's first basketball broadcast where he's like, I think we need to throw some more bounce passes. You know, that, that was like that was, his commentary. I thought that was insightful. Yeah. Um, he they, they do a great job, man. They hype up the kids. And Gomez is funny because he'll be like, oh, great pass, great pass. Oh, man. That was a good shot, though. That was a good shot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Well, at least, he isn't, at least he isn't saying whenever they miss, like, man, it looks like the circus is in town. <laughs> well, like, well, he would, he, like he would comment on himself whenever he used to play. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't so. think he's threatening to kick anybody's butt for yeah. pump-faking someone yes. right now either. So Don't pump-fake me, man. Just, just, just shoot the ball. <laughs> You're going to score anyways, Jimbo. Yeah. Just don't, give me, don't make me look stupid. Mm-hmm. So. I wasn't trying to, you know. You were, it's like I'm not trying to. I was making sure that you, your very large yeah. self doesn't run me over. So yeah, so a lot of a lot of good stuff going on. Um, basketball, like I said, full force. Uh, got a big home tournament next weekend, uh-huh. 9th through the 11th. We'll have games in the DSAC and the high school gym all day Thursday and Friday, and then in the morning on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Right. So, um, have you ever heard the story of 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 what? concluded coach gomez's basketball career i have heard this story but you're gonna have to refresh my memory here yeah his sophomore year football ends and he walks in the gym for the first day of basketball practice and that's back whenever larry satcher was the head basketball coach you know Mm -hmm. that was your Mm -hmm. your head coach for a while and uh and uh he says hey gomez come here paul walks over there and he goes here's your here's your practice jersey if you can get in it, you can play. If you can't, then your basketball career is over with and you need to go to offseason. And needless to say, Paul said that he got it over his head. And that's about where it stopped. So he said that that is what – Well, that, with, that is with what all could, the hair he had back in the day, that, that was yeah. a chore. Yes. So – so Paul said that was pretty much the end of his basketball career because yeah. he couldn't get his practice jersey on. I said, I think they tricked you and probably gave you a medium whenever well, you passed that medium whenever you were about four. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was the end of his basketball career. I thought maybe he just couldn't find his basketball shoes because Brian and Dwight had taken them and everybody else's and or, thrown them or, in someone's locker. Or maybe Brian Satcher <laughs> took his basketball <laughs> shoes, you know. Maybe so. Yeah, Tur- hey, Turnabout hey. is fair play. Exactly, you yeah. know. So did, did I tell you the story about seeing Coach Satcher at the football playoff game? No, but I remember we saw him there uh, whenever we played there in San Antonio. That one, well, I don't know if you did because that's back when I was doing the end zone camera. But yeah, but uh, so I, I, I'm we we actually get there, get set up for the playoff game. Mm-hmm. I got like 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go grab something to eat at the concession stand. I'm walking back up and I hear, hey, Jimbo, and it, and it's Brian Satcher, uh-huh. you know, Larry's son, who I played with, and you know, yeah, we went to school. Good with guy, him. great guy, awesome dude. And uh, and so I go over, give Brian a big hug, and then here comes Larry, and he's looking at me, and I was like, Coach Satcher, and he's like, 
hey, and I, I could kind of tell he was like, I was like, Jim Sessions, man, you know, I used to be your point guard. He's like, no, you don't look like my point guard. <laughs> <laughs> And hey, were you were you a shortstop for him in baseball yeah, too? I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he never was our high school baseball coach, mm. but yeah, he coached baseball. Well, maybe our freshman year, maybe no, because that was uh, Mike Schlintz was first year. Okay, well, see, and Schlintz took over for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yep. yeah. He and, and and he knew who I was. You know how his personality was. Oh yeah, like his, Chief was saying with oh, Paulie, the the cold fronts are coming. It's yeah. a coming. <laughs> that guy was a character. Yeah. Still is. Last time I yeah. ran into him. Yeah. Has, well, still has that big, vivacious laugh. Uh, just. Ah, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I've seen, actually seen him twice recently. And, uh, one was when we played Liberty Hill in the playoffs that year, the first, uh, right. Paul's yeah. first year as a head coach. And then at, at, at Nebo's, uh, funeral. He was oh, there, yeah. really? Yeah. And me and Darren Hopper and, you know, and Justin and, yeah. you know, all of it, uh, Dwight and all, of it, we were all there talking to him. And of course, he only needs about two people where he, oh, yeah. and he'll hold yeah. court, you know, and yeah. so. We sat there and and I mean just just laughed. I yeah. mean you know which is which is a, a you know the older we get, yeah. Unfortunately, that's you know that's that's where we see people now. Where we see people, yeah. and you know, hey, like Nevo, perfect example. My dad, another perfect example. Exactly. exactly. They don't want everybody sitting around. Correct. You no. know, feeling sorry for no. themselves and everything else. So no. I mean, you know, no, was, I I hope at my funeral people are sitting there telling funny stories of my days. <laughs> well, I probably won't know. be there, but you know, whatever. <laughs> oh wait, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so, but uh, all I know is whoever goes first between you and I yeah. are probably going to punish the other one and, and put, oh, say yeah. down and say, say, I want him oh, to kill my, yeah. I told Brian Bentley all the time. Now I said, you know, I, I'm telling you right now, if I go before you, you're doing my eulogy yeah. or at least one of my yeah. eulogies. And yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably make Jimbo do the, do the other one. Yeah. So <laughs> there'll be so many, that's going to be a long funeral. There's going to be lots of stories there, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you know, but eh, well, Let's, but, let's talk about something else besides yeah, doom and about gloom fu- there. About, yeah. about funerals? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah now what else can now, we talk about Now here? that everybody's uh, changing <laughs> yeah. the channel, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Update your will, everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but but no, man. So, so basketball's blowing and going, I know, because yeah. I went and watched Ty play yeah. basketball. And, Middle you know, school's and, going, yeah. And, uh, and I, Scott, you know, Coach Taylor, uh, he has a full head of hair right now. Right now. After coaching Ty and Ty being the point guard for the B team, he's probably going to have a very large receding hairline by the time it's over. So, so, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I, I have a blast watching it, you yeah. know, and, and everything. And, and, uh, and one thing I will say about Ty is, you know, what we were saying about, about Jessica a while ago that she has a high motor. Uh-huh. Ty has a high motor. Yeah. You know, he, he goes hard in basketball. Well, and the, he actually had 10 points the other night. The so. Saddlers have been known to set some records in basketball. Mainly, like, how fast we can foul out in basketball. But Hey, I won that bet, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I, there's no way you can foul out before uh, halftime. Did, did, <laughs> did that end your basketball playing career? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I But, you know, I didn't even fall into the trap of what, 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 what Paul fell into. I didn't even go to the gym the next yeah. year. Yeah. So You're like, no, I'm good. I'm good over here. So, yeah. so but yes, yes, I won that bet. Yeah. By the way, good good stuff. So, so yeah, um, so that's really it athletically that's going on at the school. I mean, I know there was some UIL stuff at the younger levels coming mm-hmm. up this week. I think cool one act play at the middle school and things, but um, high school man, it, it the sports stuff has slowed down. Mm-hmm. Now January rolls around, middle of January, then we're gonna start cooking again. Yes, you know, and, and they have started powerlifting practice yes. and yes. track practice. Hey, I'll tell you what. 
a lot of people don't really know uh, what powerlifting really entails. Mm-hmm. And True. a lot of people, like like we used to joke around, it's kind of like a cult following kind of deal. It's like an underground cult following. But I tell you what, when you, if you're a coach, boys boys and girls, mm-hmm. if you're a coach, you love powerlifting. Oh, yeah. It's, it it yeah. is a great, if anything, it's a great extension of your offseason. Yes. Because the kids that are in it, they can't help but just get a, a lot stronger. Yeah. yeah. Upper body, lower body, because, I mean, it's, it, that, that's, I mean, it's, power lifting yeah so yeah and and gomez and road on those guys they do a great job at it yeah they yeah. know a lot about it they know a lot about it and because it's not just a going there what they was they, they used to say whenever you were there like, go, let's go let's go pick up the weights pick up the weights yeah you know and there's nobody there saying you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna step on the gas yeah. you know yeah. and uh and everything and and i don't think that gomez plays the the you know augie myers, augie myers no. texas tornadoes and stuff like that but but uh He'd but be a lot cooler if he did. He'd be a lot cooler if he did. That's yeah. right. But uh, but no, it's it's awesome. Um, Ty's really looking forward to doing it next year and stuff. And I've kind of told him a little bit, of, you know, the you know ins and outs of it and everything. And it's 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 awesome because you see the kids getting stronger. They get faster, you know, yeah. and, and stuff, and, and more explosive. And once you get the kids there, and you get them doing it, and you get them to go to that first meet. Yeah. The ones that are doubting themselves and doubting the sport and everything. Oh, you know, I don't want to do this girls saying oh i don't want to get big and muscular and all yeah. that stuff they go to those meets and like wow this yeah. is pretty cool you know yeah. powerlifting is an awesome sport it really and, is and you know there's some kids that powerlifting is the sport like you know there's some kids that you know well, they're not they're not going to be you know big runners and stuff like that but they mm-hmm. can go powerlift and they can go compete mm-hmm. and they get after it um you know it it serves another opportunity for kids to do something yeah you know and a lot of times it's your kids that are doing other sports but there are some mm-hmm. kids that they just power lift yes you know yes. and and they do well at it yes um you know i was talking about cc martinez a while ago one of my seniors she also <laughs> power lifts they just started practice yesterday was it yesterday well monday was their first practice and then they were maxing out on deadlift and she came in today to practice and, and we share kids so she missed some of my practice she comes in and she's like coach sessions i went up like my my deadlift now my max is like 300 pounds and awesome. it was like 275 last year when at the end of the year and i'm like dude that's awesome i mean yeah. she was like pumped up and well yeah you know, i mean, super excited for it and one thing that we used to preach all the time about it was uh was you know lifting weights isn't the most fun and exciting thing to do for kids i mean now i was right. a weirdo i loved it but but most kids you know don't like it but when you go and you start doing it and you start getting medals, you start competing against that kid from the other town, and then you start noticing, okay, like you know, I wonder if Carrizo is going to be at this meet or or that meet, whatever else, because I want to I want another shot at this one at this right. person here, right. you know, because we came down to like five pounds there at the end, yeah. and stuff. Or, or you know? when you get into that meet and you're at your last lift and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, you need you need fifteen pounds, you yeah. know, you're you're down ten pounds or whatever, yeah, and it's like, okay, let's do it, you know, yep. and, and or or you you get there and it's like okay you weigh less than this than this boy or girl so if you so, can just equal what yeah, they did yeah let's bump you up 10 pounds i know you can do it are you sure coach i know you can do it and yeah. all you got to do is tie this person cuz you're going to beat them cuz you weigh less than them yeah. boom and you go up there and you do it you know and stuff and i mean it, the it, the 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 x's and o's there's x's and o's in powerlifting too yeah. you know yeah. so it's, yeah it's, because you have to you can only like you have a starting weight and mm-hmm. you can only mm-hmm. yeah 
and they got to make sure they get that weight. If you make it too heavy, you can't go down. You yeah. want to go up. Yeah, and you don't want to go too light because then you don't want to have to jump up like 50, 60 pounds right. because that's a shock on your body too. Right. Right. So that that as a coach sitting there trying to figure out what you should have these kids opening up with early in the season, it's not a big deal really. Right. I mean, it, it right. is yeah. whatever. But but man, when you get to regionals and then when you get to the state meet, right? It's you're sweating Important. bullets right there, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I mean, because you can screw it up for them. Yeah. You know, so you have yeah. to follow your kids very closely. The and kids have to know their own bodies too. Correct. You yeah. know, and and stuff. And there's got to there's got to be a trust there between the coach and the absolutely. athlete and all. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like powerlifting is not like me where it was like, yeah, I want, I want to bench 300 pounds. Okay, yeah, and then benched it once and was like, okie dokie, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> No, I'm just working out 50% the rest of the time. Remember that summer? It was like, yeah, hey, let's, let's, yes, I want to bench 300. Okay, let's do it. And, uh, okay, yeah, dude, I think you did it. All right, yeah, okay, I'm, I did it. Now what? I think we're good. <laughs> never lift, never lifting heavy again. Yeah. You know, and then we're sitting there working out, killing ourselves, and, you know, and Ernest Munoz walks in like, you know, 45 minutes later yeah. and hey, 300 pounds, huh? Nice warm up. Yeah, okay. and just go up there and be like ain't nothing, nothing, but ain't nothing but a party and push yeah. it up like four times yeah. yeah you know you love guys like that right yep so but uh yeah man i mean so a lot of stuff's kicking off you know and 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 going and, and blowing yeah. it going and yeah and then, these the, the, as coaches and athletes y'all don't sit around and and just you know take anything slow either so, so. no no <laughs> there's a there's a lot going on a lot on the ticket oh and golf practice has started too coach okay. mango's been having the kids out at the golf course so all That's right. a tough one to talk people into doing. Hey, you want to go to the golf course after school and play mm. some golf? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to play golf or do you want to power lift? I think I'll go and, yeah. and you know hey. and swing the sticks a little bit. That's something exciting too is they're fixing to put a driving range in at the golf course for the kid. Uh, not at the golf course, but at the school. Like mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna try to add a little driving range area out there, which will end up ultimately being once golf seasons are with some really nice practice space for all the little league people yes. when, when that time rolls around. So over by the practice fields, I think they're going to start doing some work there. So that'll be good to see. I remember whenever Devine used to have a driving range. Yeah. 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 So. I don't think I ever used it, but I was out there a lot. Yeah. So, yep. So and now there's houses there. Yes. So. Yes, there are some, some nice houses out mm -hmm. there. So, yeah, but, uh, but I think that's that's pretty much the rundown in school stuff. Oh, good. hey, one other, at least athletically, one other thing. Um, high school principal Derek Bird decided that uh, he was going to retire at Christmas. So he um, has some health issues going on with his family okay, and some things like that. And he also, I think, got a – he's a big outdoorsman, mm -hmm. got a great offer to help run a ranch and kind of an offer he was like – you know, it gave hey. him some flexibility to be able to deal with some of the health issues and stuff. Good so, for him. you know, we'll be getting a new principal next year, or I guess maybe even at Christmas. But, you know, want to wish him the best. He's done a great job at Divine ISD. And, yeah. you know, we want to wish him the best in his endeavors. And, mm -hmm. you know, it could be the start of a lot of change at Divine ISD. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, all our principals are pretty much at the age to be able to retire. Right. Yeah. So that, that's why I'm saying that, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, at every campus, I think the yeah. principal, the principal yeah. at every campus is yeah. pretty much been able to re eligible to retire for a little mm -hmm. while now. Yeah, you know, yeah. and a good good for Mr. Bird. Mr. Bird's he's a good guy. I wish him but the best, yeah. and and uh, hope whatever health issues are going on with him or his family. I hope I hope it's something that can be taken care of. You know, and well, and, you know, it's it's like with my family. You know, dad's got some health issues, and it, mm -hmm. part of it is just, you know, as you get older, you end up with, you know, some health issues here and there, and, yep. you know, you can't really 
do much about it. It's not going to go away. You just got to manage it the uh, best yeah. you can. As Dad says, you've got to be uh, you've got to be tough to get old. So yes, yeah. yes, and and I'm getting older, and I'm like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, still not late forties yet, but you know, getting close. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll we'll just go with that today. Yeah, because I don't feel like fighting that battle with you right now. All right, so, so. question for you here: we're, we're rapidly approaching the forty minute mark. Do we want to really? try to get it? Yeah, can you believe that? Well, uh, I think there's somebody that we can call and okay. maybe get a good a uh, a good um, laugh out of some things. Yeah. So, well, uh, let's see. We what what we need to do? We need to set your phone up on the Bluetooth, probably. I think, well, I mean, well, I've got mine on. I think I've got mine Bluetooth on there now. Right. So let's see. Uh, how do I want to do this? I tell you what, I want to do this and we can call. And if you'll talk to him, and then I'll try to set up the, the stuff here to Bluetooth it to the board. How about that? Let me, uh, let me, uh, Remind everybody, this is not a scripted show. No, by, by we kind of we kind of fly by the seat of our pants on about ninety nine point nine percent of everything, and yeah. we just kind of decided this right before we went on air. Yeah, and uh, and so if it works out, it's definitely going to be fun. Yes, I, I'm the tech guy. I'm the guy that lost episode seventeen in the computer, literally. Uh huh. And Joseph is the talent booker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the guy that that comes up with who's going to be on here. So yes, and we have somebody lined up and. Um, they got COVID, so I think I'm kind of, you know, excused for uh, yeah. the, the, this uh, yeah. for this guest not showing up. All right. Let's see. I want to do this. and All right. It's on the phone. Okay. When you get him, then we'll switch it over and we'll try the Bluetooth and or phone. I don't remember which one it is. Okay. Hey, I think Uncle Jerry just walked in, too. All right. Uncle Jerry. Yeah. How are you doing, sir? Good. Howdy there, Hello? Jerry Wayne. Hey. You there? Yes, sir. All right. Um, so, okay, you are on the phone. I don't know. You're not on Bluetooth yeah, yet. S- set it up to put it on Bluetooth here. Uh, again, yeah. What is the roadcaster down at the bottom. Hello. Hey. <laughs> hey, we can hear you. All right. I think we've got it working. All right. All right. Um, well, welcome to the show, Matias Villarreal, aka aka your your stage name, Matt Matt Hawk. Matt Hawk. That's right. So Matt. this is live in that memory. Yes. <laughs> well, we, we are just recording this. We're not going out live. So if we yeah. say something completely crazy, we, we've got a little bit of leeway here. But, right. Matt, we welcome you, welcome you to the uh, the podcast here. Uh, you're our first phone-in guest, man. How's that all feel? Right. Yeah, just like, yeah, just like all your teachers used to say, you're so special. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and I have a true story about that too. When I actually thought I was one of those oh, I was, special, I should have been placed in a special section of school. But yeah, well, they always try to put me in those classes too. So don't worry, you're not alone. So hey, you know what? If you're in the regular classes, you just got more books to carry around mm-hmm. and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, it's not all bad. Yes, made me look taller since I'm short. Yes. Well, hey, when hey, I got to sit on them. Yeah. Well, hey, we're not going to start talking about short people, okay? So, um, no, but, um, yeah, man, we, we, we appreciate you, uh, uh, joining us here on, on the podcast, especially since you're, uh, dealing with a little bit of, of COVID there and stuff. Well, I would like to say that if it was, it would have been, if it would have been me being on tour and y'all had me on the phone, but that's not the point that's not going to be the truth of it. But yeah, COVID. Yes. Hope it did it. Hey, you know, we, we can act like we're like some, you know, big name DJ guys, you know, doing a press press interview with you if you want. 
Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. how's that? How's that? Uh, how's that show getting ready to go? You know, in the in the in the Alamo Dome. You know, this weekend. You know, so yeah. <laughs> uh, we hear we hear George Strait's opening up for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, he yeah. yeah he canceled out, and I think it's going to be um, Tim McGraw instead. I don't know. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I, I guess know. Tim McGraw. I heard that Tim McGraw guy's going to wind up being all right. So you know. So. <laughs> Uh, he he's all trying to be a movie star now. Yeah. Starred in uh, 1883, uh-huh. right? Yep. Matias, man, how you been, brother? I have been good. Just super, super busy with work. Tons yeah. of changes. And I don't even like to use the word change anymore. But, I mean, it's just definitely tons of changes since since COVID hit in March of 2020. So. Right. Uh, right. Just, you know, not just musically, but with my job as well. Right. Because I was going to go on tour, I was I had already given my two weeks notice uh, prior to March twenty first, and I was coming down to the last week, and on March thirteenth, which was Friday the thirteenth of twenty twenty, that's when Governor Abbott had said that um, nobody was going to be doing any more shows after that. Everybody was going to be on lockdown. I was like, ooh. So I went back to work on Monday and asked him if I could just keep my job because I didn't know where all that music was going to music industry was going to be headed, which really it didn't go anywhere. Everybody was grounded from the big boys to the small ones. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, and ever since then, it's just been insane at work. I thought it would have been at least a little calmer, but nah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hear you, man. Uh, the, the education world got uh, turned upside down too when COVID hit and man, we've, we've made all kinds of adjustments and been through all kinds of stuff. So, I think that's pretty much standard for everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. A little background to everybody, uh, you know, how me and Jim uh, came to came to meet Matt. Um, we actually were all at the same acts retreat in 2017. Yep. And uh, Which I love. It's still, it's still embedded in my heart, man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Us here, too. But, um, you know, all of us going in there, I never knew – you know, anything about, about Matt and, and stuff and, and everything. And, and, and Jim, I don't know if you, if you knew anything about Matt, Matt Villarreal or Matt Hawk. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and as the retreat goes, you know, went on and we started getting to know each other and everything, you know, we, we just kind of gravitated towards each other yeah. and, and everything and, and, uh, wound up really getting along and, you know, and that's kind of turned into a, a lasting relationship, you know, and stuff. And so, yeah. um, you know, and, and Matt, of course, you know, goes places and, and sings all over the place and everything else. Well, so you know, a lot of people, you know, they know who you are and stuff and everything else and, you know, from your shows and stuff. But, but, uh, our first meeting we, we was, was a little different, right? Very. <laughs> you know, you kind of, you kind of get to know each other on a different level there at, at the, at, at the acts retreat and stuff. But, uh, but, uh, since then we've, we've, you know, gotten closer and everything and, I didn't realize at the time that that Erica knew him because she had uh, his daughter, right, you know, and stuff little. and everything. Which she's graduated now, but but uh, uh-huh. 21. 20, Can you believe it? Twenty one <laughs> years old. No, I can't. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 for- and it really is insane because I remember like it was only yesterday where I kind of I got picked out by one of the other active treat brothers, and he's like, you know, you come in here all hard and. Like, you know, he says, but you're going to be the one that's going to break. And yeah, definitely broke down into tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, golly, man, it was so, 
so beautiful. I mean, the whole way through, and it, it just really opened me up a whole lot more, you know, right. spiritually and just in connection with God and Jesus. So it was amazing. I can't, I can't, I can't thank that the enough for happening, and then meeting you guys, knowing that y'all are in the circle, and it, and it doesn't matter where we're at or how mm-hmm. something it may be. It's like it's it's like those prayers are so connected one way or another somehow. It, it's just a, it's that connection. You can you can go for a bit. You can come back, and it's like you you can go right from where you left off without right. missing beat. So it's just super cool, man. I love I love the magic in it. Yeah, it was it was definitely it was it was unbelievable. I mean, it it really was. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, I think uh, all three of us here, you know, can all say that that uh, that fire is still you know, burning inside, you know, and, and, it is. and stuff. And, and we've, we've taken that experience and, 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 and run with it, you know? So, yeah. uh, and, and, and just being on the outside looking in and, you know, cause you know, I, me and you, you know, we keep in touch with each other, you know, uh, on a fairly regular basis. I mean, like you said, while I go, we, sometimes we can go six months, but as soon as we start talking, it's like we talk to each other every day, you know, but yeah. uh, the change in you, you know, and, and, and stuff. And, 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 uh, and, you know, and I know your story, it's not my, it's not my place to tell it and stuff. And, and you don't have to tell it here, but, but, uh, but, um, knowing, knowing your story and so where you were before and then where you are now, it, it's, it's, it's awesome. It is so awesome. It, I have come a long way. I, I will be honest with you for sure. Right. Um, Hold, hold on, my girlfriend just walked around the corner. She's looking at me kind of oddly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're having a, a male bonding moment. We're on yeah. the air. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's on like, oh, that's it. She's out. That's the way we make the girl disappear. We're on the air. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's out of there. So, yeah, she's she's out of here. She's definitely going back to her Hulu or whatever. All this because that girl loves to watch. Yeah. But um, you know, and just going back and thinking about. I, cause I'm, I, it took me a long time to take accountability, and I, and I'm okay with saying that because it is true. It, I used to blame the world. Right. I used to blame everybody in it for for where my life was because I I wasn't I didn't have a horrible childhood. I mean, yeah, I wasn't you know high up there in the means. I mean, my parents did their best, you know, to. Mm-hmm to make sure there was food on the table. Right. You know, so there wasn't really much money to spend around and, you know, and say, okay, yeah, go ahead and buy this, go ahead and buy that. We, it wasn't like that at all, but, um, you know, but when it came down to me taking, taking charge of my own life and making those choices, that's when I realized, um, as the time went on that things were going wrong. And I was, I, I realized that, uh, well, I didn't realize that, but the things that were going wrong, I didn't realize that it was my own choices and nobody else put me in those predicaments but myself. Right. You know, um, I don't know where y'all want to go with this interview or not, but, <clears throat> but yeah, so I'm, I'm okay with talking about anything. I, I really, I really don't mind, you know, because I think that everybody has a, I'm pretty impressed with you two guys wanted to do a podcast and go out there and y'all talk about just about everything from what I understand, you yep. know, and you just never know who you're going to reach. You never know who's going to be listening. You never know who your fan base is going to be. You don't know from what region to another or country or whatever. You just never know who's going to listen. 
Right. So I applaud you guys for stepping out on the limb and doing that. Well, right. I appreciate that a hundred percent, Matt, but I, I can tell you this, just looking at the numbers, there's only like 30 people listening. So, you know, we'll, <laughs> we, we pretty much know where they're from. No, I'm just kidding. But, but we do hope to grow this and, and we're, we're actually, our numbers are, are expanding here, but yeah, we, we try to talk Great. about a little bit of everything and mainly that's just Joseph and I kind of go off the rails on some stuff every right. now and then. But uh, we, I mean, we like to have different, I mean, we talk a lot of high school stuff, but we like to have different people on and, and let them tell their stories. And, you know, that's just yep. kind of our, our format here. Absolutely. I mean, w- one of the things that I enjoy about our podcast is I'm sitting there going, okay, you know, I know that, you know, a good chunk of the people that, that, that do listen to it. And I want them to tune in, you know, every week and say, ah, you know, I, I wonder what they're going to talk about today. Not like, well, I know they're going to talk about sports. I know they're going to do this, do that. I want them to go in there and say, like, man, it's kind of like a, you know, you know, like a like a scavenger hunt or whatever. You know, it's like, what what, what am I going to hear today? <laughs> you know, and yeah, and uh, and no, I mean, I and 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 you know, you calling in. I mean, you know, we haven't we haven't we had talked about being able to have people call in. So hopefully this will be the first of many because not everybody can drop what they're doing and come and sit down at the table with us and talk. It's even better. Like I said, like I told you earlier today hopefully we can have you call in. I wasn't sure. Cause like I said, it's not yeah. scripted. It's not scripted. We don't prepare anything. So we didn't know if it was going to yeah. work for sure. Luck- luckily it did. I'm still not letting you off the hook. You're going to come and sit at the table. So, yeah, you know, so, I would love you. And you know, I'll bring my guitar. Yeah. yeah. Bring guitar and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that'll, that'll be a new challenge for us to figure out, but we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Because you, because yeah. you will not, you will not get off the hook until you play the rooster song. So, ah, so. the whole version or just half of it yeah. <laughs> hey whatever happens happens like, man how so, do you want it yeah, yeah. so uh, but but uh but yeah just, just so you know i don't know if i told you this or not but my my in-laws were down for for thanksgiving and uh and we actually got on youtube and played and played uh you singing the rooster song and oh no they both they both laughed so hard we thought we were gonna have to call it ems so <laughs> so, so yeah. but uh because we were just talking about about you and stuff and everything and you know and and, and you know I, I i was bragging on you a little you know so a little. <laughs> i don't, I don't want to take i don't want you to get your head you know too big where you can't walk through the door you know but but, uh, but i was bragging on you a little bit and stuff and everything and about how our friendship started and stuff and everything so but uh, but yeah, they they thought that was a, it was a big kick, and I think anybody if you if you do play that, which I I really do want you to, um, I think anybody that's listening listening will laugh, you know. So I ought to make I ought to make I you do it right now true. with I think I ought to make you do it right now with with COVID. So you know, so as oh matter, man, it, I don't know if I could I don't know if I could talk to doodle do like. <laughs> yeah, no, what I want you to do right now is my favorite karaoke song. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. Yes. So, yeah, so you, you know. know, I remember when I was dating this girl from Japan, and um, I was 18 years old, and um, I had just it was going from 18 the transition from 18 to 19, and and we had dated for a good I don't know three and a half years, something like that, and she went back to Japan, and I kept telling her I was going to save money to go visit, and that song came on. And this is, of course, after she says, no, I think you need to save your money for college. You need to concentrate on college. And I was like, that was her nice way of saying it was done. We yeah. were over. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't going to pursue the relationship anymore, any further. So, of course, you know, uh, I, uh, that song came on and I was crying and I was 
Oh boy, I was like crying. I laugh about it now, but back then my, my heart just broke into a million pieces. And then of course I hear, I don't even remember who it was, but it was a, a song. It was an old country song. It said something about that girl, the, the girl from the, with the fan from Japan. Or, it's an old country song. I'm going to have to figure it out, but it's a super old country song. And I, I laughed about that one, but, but nonetheless, though, how, how ironic that I heard that old song. But yeah, uh, so. I had dated my Yusha for, for those years and it was just one of those things that I was for sure going to marry her. And no, nah, I never turned out that way. But so when you say, when you said that song, I was like, ah, I always relate that song <laughs> to that moment where I was just weak well, and broken. So thanks a lot. Appreciate you, it. You know, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what friends are for, <laughs> yeah, you know, to bring up yeah. things that really yeah. scar you, you know? So that, that's, that's what this bring podcast is for. Yeah. yeah our, our podcast <laughs> is, is strictly to, you know, be able to like shatter people, you know, yeah. and, and it's like and, a roller coaster. Yeah. Up and, down, so, up and, yeah. Down. and usually those people are me and Joseph. So we appreciate yeah. having a guest that we can, that we can, that we can, stuff out yeah, on. that we can rag on, you know, and drag you yeah. through the mud, you know? So, yeah, I'm just picturing. I'm picturing <laughs> Matt. Humble. I'm picturing Matt, like sitting in his car by himself, yeah. like blaring that song on the radio and like, <laughs> like, 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 and, uh, and, <laughs> and, and like singing along while he's crying and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, yes. you have no idea with rivers of tears. I don't. I don't. I think uh, I don't even know if not was running out or not. It was just main tears. Yeah. I, I yeah. just cried so hey. darn much. It was, it was pathetic. <laughs> hey, but it's moments like that, like as a singer songwriter. I mean, those those are some of the emotions that you channel, right? When you're when you're going in and putting stuff into your craft. Yes, songwriting, and you know it's kind of interesting because, uh, like, I ran a, I ran across a super phenomenal singer songwriter named Tony Ramey, which is I chose to sing one of his songs as my first single release, which was one of the ones that I had put out there, and I was gonna run with with as, as soon as I was going to take uh, take my break from work and just hit the road. But uh, that guy has to be maybe months younger than myself. So he's probably 40, 47, around 48. Oh, mid-40s. And yeah. So, Late 40s. You know, <laughs> but that guy, you're right. And you just got to wonder because, like, as a, as a songwriter myself, like, I think I, I allowed myself to be detained a lot because when you're in relationships, you know, you're trying to write a song and the first thing you're, you're, you're in a relationship with somebody who's like, who's that song about? Like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> so he had to scratch and put it away. Who's that song about? And it's like, but it doesn't really matter, you know? Right. And, and I'm not a good liar. So if I said, Oh, I'm just making it up. It's like, yeah, that didn't work. So Right. It, you you would hope as a singer songwriter that you could just have the freedom to write about anything and sing about anything and how you want to, but without being judged or anything like that. You know, you, you have to in the industry of music, you have to have your counterpart has to be super strong uh, to be able to handle um, what goes with it. Right. I mean, if a if a girl cannot handle, or if you're a girl out there who's a singer songwriter, even because it's just it's face it there's singer songwriters men and men and women but for whatever you have the counterpart you have they have to be super strong because they can't be jealous they can't be insecure um and on top of that they have to handle your shows because at your shows you're going to have people smiling at you and hitting on you and if not hitting on you at least the smiles alone could get you slapped a few times you know so right and it's not like you're looking for that trouble but that's all I really, really had along with it throughout all the years was that it was it was hard. It was really, really super hard. Now I think that if if 
God willing, uh, and God first, you know. So I really want to try and get into the music scene mid-2022 and start hitting it again. I think that my job will start leveling out a little bit more and allow me some freedom. Um, and I have been practicing at home. But I, I would really like to hit hit the music scene one more time. Um, but do it more so for fun, not so more so with the concentration of trying to make it big. Because right. now getting closer to those to the fifties, <clears throat> I recognize that it's it's I'd be a fool to think that I could make it in that industry. So long as I can make it within the realm of my family and friends and they feel that I've made it. That's all that should matter, really. And I, I, I would hope that some of your listeners out there are musicians or aspiring musicians or singer-songwriters, some form of an artist of sorts, because um, it takes true 100% dedication, blind faith, and the follow-through and the guts and the glory to fight through all the ups and downs, because we all know you two sitting behind that, behind those microphones, know as much as I do already in life that it's always going to be, there's always going to be something. There's always the ups and the downs, the blockages. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And there's good times and there's bad times. We all know that. Oh, yeah. um, but for the younger listeners that don't know just yet, I would pretty much hope that they're paying attention that they should just take it with stride. Keep the faith, you know? Right. But just try. Keep going for it. I'm not saying you can't make it. Right. But it's a lot harder. Oh, I mean, it is. I'm sure. I mean, the the, the music industry it's just as much about about uh, about luck and 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 also a lot of per, uh, uh, perseverance you know than yeah. than than anything else so you know well yeah well, yeah we reference a lot now of, i do have oh go ahead man yeah no no i do have songs that i've written myself i do um and i i, I didn't want to come across like i don't have songs that are written on my own end right um but i do it's just this guy tony is phenomenal like this guy, I don't know how he comes up with these lyrics. You know, I think that um, it comes with not just life in general, but education. Right. A true education with some great English background uh, courses and classes um, that would really help somebody really spark up something, poetry, something. You know, right. that I think that that you could be a great lyricist if you have that under under your belt. Right. Yeah, I completely agree with that. The life experiences help, but yeah, having a good solid background with alliteration and things like that, I'm sure that's a big part of it as well. Joseph and I talk a lot on this podcast about sports and how those sports plays the kind of, it's a, it's a microcosm of life. You know, you, right. you're going to face hardship. You're going to face, um, you know, some tough times <laughs> and how do you endure? How do you get through it? And, you know, like what you just said, the music business, it can be the same thing. Uh, honestly, it's, it's just that's a lot of these things simulate life, and and you know the how much work you put into something, how hard you're willing to work for it, how how much you want to pursue your dreams. That's going to dictate a lot of what happens. You know, you're right. You said the perfect thing. Really true. It's the simulation, the simulation of life. Sport is the simulation of life. You have your hard hits. You have your you have your good moments, your touchdowns. That's your glory of life. You know those moments, but not every day is going to be that way. Not all the time do you win. And it's the same thing with any aspect in life. Whatever 
uh, quality. And some of these kids, you know, it's interesting because my daughter growing up, she was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to be good at. I don't have that creativity like you with the guitars. Like, she said, I play guitar. And I I have horror stories of singing, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I I was in a studio once, and I don't mean to just stray off, and I'll get back to it. But, I mean, I had had the the engineer shut down the music, and it was like, all right, everybody back into the booth. I'm like, what happened? He's like, can somebody else sing this song? Because this guy sucks. And it was me he was talking about. Yeah. So, wow. and, and to him, he's like, this guy sounds like the Bee Gees. So that was a, that was a heartbreaker for me. And I was in my 20s, you know? So, right. uh, But I still fought. I still fought. And I'm still fighting. It's not everybody, not everybody feels like they have a gift. But, you know, if, if, if anything, for those who feel like they have nothing to contribute, something spectacular. So they, it's like almost like everybody wants to keep up with being sparkly of sorts and keeping up with the Joneses or whatever you want to call it. it. There's other things that you can shine on. You just have to find it, your niche. But let's just say, for whatever reason, you really truly feel like you can pick up a guitar or another instrument or you can do vocals. Some engineers and some, uh, I'm saying some sound engineers, uh, recording studio, uh, people like that, they can't sing a lick, but their ear is so fine-tuned that they could figure out what's right and what would sound good and what wouldn't. So everybody does have a It's just they have to trust themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. They have to really fight and find something that would work well for them. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. I, I would I would say you know like like me with you guys in sports I would be lost because I'm not I'm not I'm not that sports enthusiastic but I love sports I just don't find fine tune all the the intricacies of it like you guys do so to me I would be lost but I would totally be wanting to listen because I would be learning from you guys to begin with. And at some point, I would probably be able to carry on some lingo. Other than that, I mean, I, I definitely won't be the guy that's going to say touchdown and it's just a baseball catch in a mitt, you know. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be that guy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, but at the same time, though, I don't have that niche like you guys do. Right. But um, I think everybody out there has something to contribute to the, to society, even if it's just to, to be good to each other. But of course, we all know to be good to each other, we have to be better to ourselves. We have to love ourselves 100% better so we can then in turn love others. So. Exactly. I agree with you 100%, Matt. And I tell you what, I'm not musically inclined at all, but I'm willing to pick up a guitar and try, especially if I can get some people to smile at me and hit on me at one of the shows, because apparently that's <laughs> part of the life. I'm all for that, man. Sign me up, brother. Hey, and, and I know that I sound absolutely fantastic when I'm singing in the shower. Yes. So, you know, so... I think we need to record that and then yeah, put it out. I, I, I leave I leave you in the dust, brother. So <laughs> yeah. But but no, man, I mean, no, you're exactly right. And and it doesn't matter if it's sports, if it's, you know, whatever. I mean, like you said, you have to have that fight, you know, mm-hmm. because because you know, and I mean me and you have talked about this too, you know, and I've talked about it with Jim too, because every single one of us at some point in our life is going to be knocked down and we're going to be oh, yeah. at the lowest of lows. And, you know, right. and, and that's whenever you really have to have that fight and that belief and you have to have that faith in, in, in God and our, you know, in, in our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, because, 
you know, to get back where you need to be in, and stuff and, and stuff, you have to have that faith in the Lord that, that he has the ultimate plan for you, you know, and first and, and foremost, that's true right there. Yes. And so, you know, and, and I'm telling you, man, I mean, you know, you know, everybody, and, and, and Jim's talked about that, you know, before about, you know, everything kind of, you know, was smooth, everything kind of came easy, whatever else. And then boom, you know, and, 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 you know, it's like, wow, you know, I've never, I've never thought this was going to happen to me. Well, that's, that's everybody at some point, you know, and mm-hmm. you just got to say, Hey, you know, that's whenever you got to pray and you got to talk to God, kind of like, you know, what me and you talked about before too, you know, you, you, you got to talk to God and say, Hey, listen, man, I know you're not going to put anything in my path that I can't handle, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and I know you have an ultimate plan for me and I'm putting my faith in you and I'm going to get up and I'm going to work my butt off every single day and you're going to put me where I need to be, you know? That's right. So, you know, right. and, and, you know, and, 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 and sharing that experience with you at, at the act street and, and hearing, you know, the, the road that, that, that you've gone, you've been down and, you know, like, yeah. you, said, like you said, most of it was self-inflicted, but yeah, you, you, Drug have, addiction. Yeah, that, you, you, that yeah, hard. you eventually said, you know what, I mean, you know, having, having a, you know, a relationship with, with my kids and, and, and being the dad that they need and everything else, I can't do that living the way I'm living right now, you know, and I'm going to make changes. I mean, you know, and I remember, I remember you talking about that and I remember how, I mean, that, that was deep. It was some deep, deep mm-hmm. stuff, man. And sitting there going, man, you know, I thought I, I thought I had it bad. Or I'm, I'm sure some other people in the room were sitting there going, man, I, you know, wow, I've never looked at it that way. And that's what, that's what it was so amazing about it is, everybody getting up and talking about where they've been and where they're trying to get everybody yeah. was walk, everybody had walked a different path mm-hmm. but oh, it, yeah. it, it led it all led us right there to that same room and i mean and it's just and i don't want to get into too much details about the retreat but your story was very was was very inspiring and i think that's one of the reasons why me and you've you know became such good friends you know and it's like yeah. you know i mean man we, we you know there's no other reason. There's no, there was no other way really other than going to that retreat for us to ever cross paths, you know, and, and stuff. But, but, uh, but I mean, it was, it was, it was just, it was, you know, people say it would be easy to say, Oh, it was so sad. It wasn't, it wasn't sad. It was, it was, no. it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a joyous thing. You yes, know? it was because very fulfilling, very, like you said, joyous. It, and then overflow of the word joyous. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. That's, I, was, I felt free. Yeah, absolutely. I felt, I felt rejuvenated. And you could tell. You could tell. I mean, it was yep. like, I mean, I remember I remember you were like, I I don't really know, you know, why I'm here. I don't know what I'm going to get from this, but I just had a feeling that I had to be here, yeah. you know, and yeah. and to make the changes that I wanted to make in my life. And and, and it was like that, that kind of stuck with me. And it was like, man, that's, that's, that's pretty cool, you know, and. That was the second coolest thing about it. The first coolest thing was that, you know, you being this, you know, big time, you know, rock star, country star, everything else that you actually gave your phone number to me. I felt like a groupie. <laughs> so, so, you know, he looks like one. There too. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> well, man, uh, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Uh, no, I was getting, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. Well, I, I was just, I was, looking at some of the time that we've got going on here. And like Joseph said, we'd love to have you come out and sit down at the table with us. Maybe we can Let's get that, that 
that going at some point, maybe when we get into 2022 before you decide to take off on your adventure. But, yeah. uh, yeah. before yeah. you start going on your, you know, your two year long world tour. Yeah. So, so. What, 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 what do you have planned music wise coming up? The only thing I've been doing right now is practicing on another song that I want to take into the studio. And, uh, I've got, like I said, I've got my other songs already pre-recorded, pre-recorded and things. And I just want to get back in there get something fresh and then start up again, mid, mid 2022, throw that song out there and do it a little better, do it a little right, get it, get a little bit more notoriety for it. And it's, it just, it takes a lot of work when you have somebody that knows, the right way to do it and you're doing it on your own. Yeah. I'm going to miss a lot of you. It's going to be a hit and miss, but that's what I want to do. My, my main thing is I'm going to practice, get some new songs under my belt. Come 2022, hopefully have some band members that are willing to get out there and be in the public because with COVID, everybody still has some fear to it. Um, I don't really feel like I need a full band. Maybe, you know, maybe a couple of guys that, that can make some pretty good noise on stage and, so make it make uh, make it where it's audible for everybody to sit, chill, have a cold beer, or have a meal and enjoy, you know, that kind cool. of thing. And if not, uh, I'm not afraid to sit there by myself and just entertain. So that's really mm. just it. But uh, my main focus is to get into the studio and record one more song. And then uh, we shrink wrap it. Maybe, maybe, I don't know if I'm going to do the CDs things again, because it seems like CDs are obsolete nowadays. Yeah, so make sure you put it on 8-track. Yeah. 8-track, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to figure out a new way to distribute that, that <laughs> those songs. And, well, at least for people who come to my show to walk away with some form of of, of, of something. Yeah. You know, and usually those CDs, if, if they're in at least cheap enough, I may do them just so I could sign it and then hand them out. But yeah. I really don't know if people are going to have CD players to begin with. With yeah. Leave, so. yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I still have my MySpace account, so if you need to, you know, borrow <laughs> some of that, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, they have they, they have these other things. I'm sure they have something. But by, by 2022, I'm gonna I'll have some more research under my belt that I'll know what the right thing to do. <laughs> I think I think they have these things called cassette tapes. Yes. Yeah. Cassette tapes. Yeah. Y'all yeah. yeah. try one of those so, out. Those are pretty nice. You can't leave but, them in your car, though. They might melt during the summer. So yes. just pro tip there. <laughs> yeah. so, so. That, sounds, that yeah. sounds like experience, right? Right. Yeah. So, Jim, any, whatever y'all want to do, holler. I mean, yeah, we, I, I'll, I'll be clear by the 10th. Hopefully, from COVID, I won't be contagious and I'll have my 90 day great period, I guess, of sorts. Sure, but I would sure. definitely love to be able to sit down and break out my guitar and we can we can get down to some nitty gritty stuff for sure. I think that would be awesome. Man. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, that'd man. Be cool. Yeah. And uh and you know, then you can you know, you can you can get in depth about, you know, your story of yeah. you know, of, uh, of where you've been and where you are now and stuff like that more and stuff. I'd yeah. like to kinda of save it for that for, for you to yeah, do it whenever sure. you're here and stuff. Sure. And I mean in in yeah. I mean, it will we'll turn it over to you and and, and let you so let me ask, do y'all have like a website where y'all put things on as well? Well, you know, mm. we're working on it. I'm the tech guy, so, you okay. know, I've, I've had some rough luck on the tech. I've got a domain and everything, built the website, yeah. and then I moved it too early, and it's lost in cyberspace right now. Kind of oh, like no. Kind of like episode 17 for us. It's it's stuck in my computer literally the, the mysterious the yeah. mysterious so, uh, oh, wow. you know <laughs> it's it's it, i don't know if you know people are like you know they, i think they're kind of starting to think maybe that we're lying about episode 17 yeah. you know so <laughs> I, if we have it right there it's filed right next to the kennedy files yeah 
So there you, know, you go. So. Once, once you know who shot Kennedy, you'll know where episode 17 is. Yeah. That's I, it. Actually, we know where it is. It's stuck in my, yeah. my uh, CD drive. We're actually, my computer, we're actually looking at the computer that it's hiding inside. Yeah. So yeah. it's oh, you like a, have a CD drive. There you go. Uh, hey, yeah. hey, it's it's like the butterfly in the cocoon. It's just not ready to come out yet. Yeah. So, what is it? It. Yeah. so what is it like Schrodinger's cat or whatever it is? Like there's yeah. a cat in the box. Is it dead or is it alive? You'll never yeah. know until you open it up. Yeah, yes. that's so. episode 17 for us. Yeah. But, but Matt, hey, man. I couldn't have thought of a better a better person to be our first call in, you know, uh, oh, um, guest sweet. and stuff. Because I mean, you're you're just, you know, your story is awesome, I, and I know, you know, how close of a friend you are and stuff and everything, and 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 we appreciate that. And it's definitely uh, just a a teaser uh, for whenever you're out here in person. Absolutely, yeah. Right. Let's do it, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, so you have any like, gigs? Maybe we could do a pre run on the music so you can kind of get it shouldn't be too hard i don't think it would be too hard hey, and if anybody hasn't heard him sing christian music yeah it's awesome that, that, like, that was one of my that was one of the yeah. things i was most disappointed it, in when we canceled the the retreat we were yeah. all going to team on yes being man. able to do the music we yeah do, you and you and josh were yeah y'all were just getting the ball rolling man yeah, to where y'all sure. were going to start yeah. rocking dude it was going to be it was going to be awesome and, and we'll, we'll that that will happen it Absolutely, will happen yeah but uh it'll be good but yeah i mean you, i mean <laughs> Anybody that hasn't heard him sing any Christian music, I mean, they, they, they're yeah. in for a treat whenever they do because he 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 really rocks it on that Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, cool stuff, man. Well, all to all your listeners, y'all have a great night, and to you guys, you have y'all guys just tear the rest of this episode up, and then we'll catch you on the flip side. Call, call me back, man. Let me know when. Well, like I said, I'm I'm free after the tenth. Should all be right. good. So. Okay. All right. Sounds all right, good, man. brother. You know I love you. Love you, all man. Right, love you too, man. Yeah. Good all talking right. to you, Matt. Right. See, See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Hey, that was pretty cool. That was that was very cool. Yeah. It worked out good, man. Man, we're we're pretty good, man. I mean, yeah. you know, the way the yeah. way we just kind of throw things, you know, it's kind of like throwing yeah, the noodles no. up against the wall to see if they stick. Yeah, everything we throw up there sticks, you know. <laughs> Even the stuff that probably sucks, you know. Ninety yeah. percent so. of it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I noticed Jerry stuck around for a while. I think he, he's yeah. already gone back. Yeah, but he's he's down here to hunt. So uh, hey, spe- hey, speaking, speaking of. of yeah, he uh, he tasked us with setting well, up his feeders. Before. Well, for, hold on. First off, before you say anything else, if anybody needs their deer feeders fed, uh, filled with corn, yes. let us know because yeah, we absolutely. are the we are the best at it. So yes, so yes, you know we could fit a hundred pounds of corn in uh, <laughs> a feeder that only holds fifty. Yes, yes. <laughs> I put it to you this way. The hunters may not like it, but the hogs, and the javelina, and the deer will love it. Yeah, so. Jerry. Jerry tasked, uh, asked me because he's in Tennessee. Before he came down, hey, can you go set up my feeder about a week before? <laughs> I said sure. Got with Joseph. I was like, hey, we're gonna go. I gotta go set up a feeder. You wanna go? Yeah, okay. So we go out and we're setting up the first feeder and we've got it all set up and positioned perfect. And I mm-hmm. crawl up in the back of my truck to put the. The, doing, the corn, dump the corn we, in. Doing what we do best, we're talking and not paying attention to what <laughs> yes. we're doing, like two teenagers, yes. like 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 juvenile delinquents, like we are, you yes. know. So and once we figure it, once I figure out how to open the bag of corn, because <laughs> I almost <laughs> didn't figure that out, I finally got that open. Uh, proceeded to dump the corn into the top of the feeder for it to come flying out of the bottom of the feeder, all uh, over my feet and uh, stuff, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, hold on, Jim. <laughs> I don't think this is right, I don't, man. I don't think this is the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. yeah. So apparently there's a funnel part in the feeder that funnels the corn down into the spin plate that spins all the 
speed out, but uh, apparently the funnel was missing in action. Yes. And in our brilliance, we never even noticed that it was gone. There was a big like six inch hole down at the yeah. bottom of the feeder, which the corn comes out really fast. Exactly. Like I said, when you ask us to do stuff for you, yeah. it's like basically asking like two teenagers, you know, that, that have about a hundred things they would rather be doing. Yes. And they're just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, well, you know, me and Jim were over there talking about whatever. I don't know. And, There's no and telling. After I was buried in about three feet of corn, I realized that, that we probably should stop. Yeah. But so. We did get smart and only put one bag of corn in it. We didn't put we both didn't bags put the, of corn. Yeah. yeah, man, it's not even full yet. Keep pouring. So. Yeah, so good stuff. So, yes. yeah, if you ever need any uh, handyman services, just give us a holler. Yes. You can yes. find it on our website that does not exist. Yes, just give us a holler. But make sure you go ahead and line up these handymen to come back, come by, and afterwards and fix everything that we screw up. So. Absolutely, that's right. Yeah, so, man. Uh, hey, that, that was stuff. that was that was a good interview, and and uh, and and I, I feel like I feel like that that, that was just a, a precursor of, of, of some stuff that we can do in the future. So, Absolutely, yeah. I think you know. I think we're we're only going up from here. Maybe how about that? Well, I actually figured out what channel it was on. It was on the Bluetooth and not the phone. So that made sense. Absolutely. Good job, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, There tech, was only one other one yeah. I could try. So. Good job, tech guy. Yeah. <laughs> all over. All over. But, uh, yeah, and I hope I hope Matt and his, and his girlfriend both start feeling better. Absolutely. You know, with, yeah. With stuff. It yeah. sounds like he's doing all right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. But that's I'm looking forward to him coming in person. I think that's going to be even more fun. Yeah, so. that'd be cool. Play some songs and all. Yeah. Talk about a guy that has a good, positive personality. Yeah. So. I might bust out my kazoo. I was going to bring my sousaphone. <laughs> yes, 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 the sousaphone. Yes. Yeah, so, that was some good times. Yes, before I got fired. Yes, so, yeah, you yeah. know, it but, happens. But uh, it's to the best of us. But, yeah, man, good job, and, and uh, good luck to you in the, Thanks, in the tournament yeah. and, and, yeah. and the coach. Excited, and yeah. All, you know, and everybody everybody in between, so, you know, playing thump-thump, so. Yeah, pretty excited about this weekend. Think good things yes, are sir. in store, so. Yes, sir. Yeah, I guess that's going to do it, huh? I think so. All right, well, this is uh, episode 20. Vainte for our Spanish-speaking friends. <laughs> yes, to zero for our non-good, our non-numerical uh, Our, non, our numerical challenge people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is episode 20 of Talking Shop with Jim and Joe Show. As always, uh, Jim Sessions here with Joseph Satter. We appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to this one. Hopefully, we've got to entertain you for a little bit. Till the next one, we'll see you guys on the flip side. Later. Later.